When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today on an all-new Dr. Phil. Families who are fighting over the will. My granddaughter demanded I make a will out immediately. My grandma went ballistic. This nice little lady is a conniving bitch. It's got a feel of vultures fighting over something except it isn't dead yet. Is it really worth it? Plus, did you hire an attorney to declare your son incompetent? For the first time ever. She said no, when in fact you and I both know I you did. Why was Dr. Phil pushed push to the edge? I'm done. I'm done. Coming up. Let's do it. I want you to get excited about your life. Here we go. If you're going to talk to me, you're going to have to be honest. Stand by, Dr. Phil. Showtime. This is going to be a changing day in your life. Stand by, Eddie. And roll a check in. Go, Dr. Phil. When you imagine getting an inheritance, you probably think all your problems are solved, right? But today, you're going to hear why it can be more trouble than it's worth. We're talking to families who are fighting over the will. Now, my first guest, Amber, says her grandma should put her mom's name, Devine, on the land. But her grandma's 84, and she says, I believe I'll just keep this till I die. Take a look. <laughs> My grandmother is 84 years old, and she's very selfish and controlling. My family has 2,000 acres of land in Saskatchewan. It was originally owned by my great-grandparents. My husband and I were married in 1944. We were married 60 years, and when John passed away, the farm, the land, the machinery were left to me. My father distinctly told my mother that if anything happened to him, she was to put my name on the land. So there'd be no inheritance tax. And that didn't happen. Did you talk to her about putting um, your name on the land? Yes. Because my mother's name isn't on the land, it could cost her upwards of half a million dollars to keep the land. It's not that I don't trust Devine, but to put a name on a joint ownership of land, that gives either partner privileges. I think my mother thinks that I will sell the land, which is not ever going to happen. My grandmother thinks that we want to get our names on all of her stuff and put her into some psychiatric ward where she has no food and water and she dies. If you have a stroke tomorrow, there is no way we can access your bank accounts, access the security box. We can't even change your phone because we're, our names are not on any of your accounts and we don't have the paper to show it. I think my mother's just mean-spirited, but Amber thinks she's absolutely possessed. After my grandfather died, we started to talk about what needed to be done. 
as far as the land. My grandma went ballistic. She kicked us off the land. This nice little lady that you see here is not a nice little woman, trust me. This is a conniving woman. This is a woman who, if she gets a phone number, could talk to the Pope. After my husband died, my granddaughter demanded that I make a will out immediately and in favor of her mother. I was still grieving my husband's death, but Amber didn't take that as an answer. She flew at me like a mad chicken, and I got stubborn too. I have told her right out, I said, you are a bitch. I'm afraid of her. I'm afraid of her threats. She is so violent and so vulgar. She'll slam doors. My grandmother will say things like, I don't care what happens to the land. I don't care if you guys have to pay taxes on it. Like, why does she want to take this away from us? It's not just hers, it's ours as well. I want the girls to have the farm when I'm gone. But while I'm living, I want to have the control. Dr. Phil, how do we get my grandmother to give my mother joint custody of the land? Well, um... This is not going well, right? It's not working for us. What's your relationship been before all of this? You've not gotten along well all along, right? Um, There are times when the girls come back uh, individually when they come home. uh, uh, It's fine. But when they get together, it seems as though they seem to be scheming constantly on the farm and the ranch. Yes. Really? Yes. And... They say that, you, what was it you said, she's possessed? I don't think she's possessed. I mean, my mom said that I think she's possessed. I think she's just selfish, and she's mean-spirited, and she always has been. How do you feel about your granddaughter describing you that way? I'm surprised. surprised. I'm so surprised that uh, Amber feels that way. She's been controlling all my life, and I would probably imagine all her life. So what is it you want her to do? When my grandfather, pa- before he passed away, he had us all in a room and he said, the land right now is jointly with my grandmother and my grandfather. When he died, he wanted the land to go jointly with my grandma and my mom. For them to be jointly because of capital gains, because of taxation. And that way it will just roll over without um, the government taking land or, or taking money, that kind of stuff. So that's, for me, it's just logical. It's not, it's not... um... So what do you want here? I want to know that our land that I was born and raised on is protected. So do they need to protect themselves against you? Not a bit. I've done everything I can. I've made the will out. This is the farm, the land? Yes, I've made Uh the will out to my daughter. Uh She will get everything when I'm gone. What do they want me to do? So you want them to just leave you alone? I want them to leave me alone when I'm gone. It'll go to my daughter. Do y'all feel funny at all about fighting over the yeah. stuff before she... She's still here. Yes. I mean, she seems pretty spry and pretty oh, yeah. sharp. She, she's sharp and she's spry. Uh, she's spry, trust me. <laughs> yeah. But she, what she doesn't understand is this tax, and that it would just roll right over. There would be no going do through... You, do you know that for a fact? Yes. Because I've done some mother, research on that, and they tell me that's just not true. I talked with Revenue Canada just a few days before I came down. Uh What did they tell you? And they said uh, that when the land, when I'm gone, is turned over to my daughter, that will be no taxes on that. There will still be no capital gains as long as she has that land and if she sells it. But when she's, after that, then there will be capital gains on that land. Yeah, do you believe that? 
I'd be part of it, but it has to be registered in my name, and that's where the money comes in when you go to re-register it into my name. Is it really important enough that y'all are just, I mean, it's like, it's, it's got a feel of like vultures fighting over something, except yes. it isn't dead yet. Yeah, that's right. You know, and that's kind of, you got to feel kind of funny about that. I feel terrible about it. I really do. Because you, you've asked her to do several things. You've yeah. asked her to, to change her will, because your will left everything to your husband, and now he's deceased. And so you all said, you need to change your will. And you did. Yes, I did. And you said, well, but what happens if you become incapacitated? There needs to be a power of an attorney. Right. You, I want you to draw up a power of attorney giving me the control and right, correct? Asked, not after myself, but for someone in case. Because she insists on going to Arizona for six months a year. And we're worried that something may happen to her there. And then who would know if anything even happened? Okay. And you did that? Yes, I told the girls I did that. They... They needled me for a long time. I have a lawyer. I talked with him. I said, this is what I want to do. I want to put my daughter's name on this power of attorney. But the girls wouldn't believe me. They refused to believe me. You also at one point told me that you put her name on the land. And then no, it's like you, not, you delayed time. No, no that's no. what you said. No, you don't just put a name on the land. But the, that's what you said to buy. No, and no. I feel it's because you were trying to buy time before you could take off on your little jet to Arizona. What do you mean, get on your little jet to Arizona? If that's what she wants to do, what business is it of yours? She can. Well, then yeah. stop controlling me. She tries to control me. For 33 years, she's tried to control me, and I've said, no, you're not controlling Whoa, me anymore. Well, now, wait a minute. How, do, how does somebody control you? Emotionally. Well, isn't that your choice? Um, I don't. Uh, well, I don't look at it when I was eight years old. Okay. Well, what? Well, Let's take a break. We come back. We're going to see whether Aileen should sign this farm over to her daughter before she dies. And we're going to talk about some of these other issues when we come back. I'm 84 years old. Directly after my husband passed away, my girls made me feel that I wasn't capable of taking care of the farm. We do not know what her mental health is. I take care of all the farm investments. I take care of the income tax. And I still cut at least six acres of grass. Whenever we talk about the land, there's always a huge argument. I don't know what else I can do to please the girls. I've made Devine power of attorney and executor of the will. She told me she gave me power of attorney, but I'm beginning to doubt that. My mother and I have no proof whether my mother has power of attorney for my grandmother because my grandmother will not let us see any legal documents. No, I didn't show it. The lawyer's got a copy, and I've got a copy in the safety box. They have given me the impression that I am a controller and a meanie. I don't like that. My daughter and I detest her. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The first page of a book never tells the full story. 
And those news alerts and headlines, like the ones we get on our phones, don't even scratch the surface of what the story is really all about. Stories are like people, multi-layered and complex. It takes some digging to find the truth, but when we find it, it can change our world. We like to dig. The news on Merritt Street, essential television. Well, today we're talking to families who are fighting over the will. Now, in this case, everybody's still alive. Uh, so the will hadn't kicked in yet. Aileen is, is 84 years old, spry, sharp. Uh, her granddaughter, Amber, wants her to put her mom's name on the farm now even though she's set to inherit it when Grandma's gone. Now, Amber and her mom say it's just to save taxes, but Grandma says she's worried if she lets them put one foot in front of the tent, what will stop them from putting both feet in the tent? So you, you think they're being greedy. I would like a little more respect from them in this yeah. case, and I do think that it is... That's all I'm asking, is some respect. Uh, and and y'all, I, I get the opinion that, that y'all's position is, okay, she's coming on here like sweet little old grandma, bacon cookies, and just wanting to take care of everybody. But you turn these cameras off, she's going to take a hide off of you. She's pretty smooth. She comes in here, sits there like Aunt B, and everything's just fine. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, is that pretty much the deal? That's exactly, exactly. That's exactly the deal. She doesn't and trust me whatsoever. If my daughter said, I absolutely detest him, I don't think I would trust her. I mean, that's not a good thing to say about your mother. It isn't, but I worked for 30 years for them and, and did worked hard. And I thought that they trusted me. You said, quote, we want the land for sentimental purposes. And possibly to put a development on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because then at, le- at least it'll still be in our family. After I die, there's nobody else. I'm the, I'm the last living line. What is it you resent about her getting on her little jet and going to Arizona? I don't. I don't resent her going to Arizona. I think I just resent her. Well, you said she insists on going to Arizona for six months a year. She gets on her little jet and off she goes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and you said that she controls you and that you spend half of your life on welfare mm-hmm. because of her. Mm-hmm. And that's a conversation they need to have because she was really the one on welfare. I was a child, so I'm, you know, I was eight years old. I came back to the farm to work for my father, but I didn't get paid. Okay. She and, of course, you, you don't agree with that. No, you I don't. You think she got paid in I, terms of I a house, cars, gas, right, expenses, right, fuel, horses, right. land? How am I doing? You're, that, you're right on. Yeah. You're right on. When okay. Devine came back to the farm with wee baby Amber, they were given a place to live. They never paid taxes. They, they had the full swing of the farm. They never went to work. I have suggested many times our daughter, get, she's had a good education. They wouldn't work. Neither one of you worked. I worked. I worked steady. I worked well, many, many hours a day. Devine I, did work on the farm. She uh, drove the tractor. I drove the tractor. I, <laughs> I drove a combine. <laughs> What this all boils down to is to set the land aside for a minute. Right. Y'all don't like her. You love her, but you don't like yes. her. Yes. You feel it's a duty a to take With care me, of her. it's a love-hate. But you don't believe that she's drawn a power of attorney. I have no idea. Didn't you just say that you did a power of attorney? Yes, I did. And didn't you know that? Yes, you, you, you told us before the when show I that, went to see my that lawyer, she wouldn't let you see it, but you no, knew that she did. Well, I, I told him, I said, I, I, I've been to the lawyer, talked it over. 
I've made out the power of attorney, and we don't believe you, Grandma. I called my lawyer and asked him if it was necessary for me to show the girls the power of attorney uh, papers. Right. He said, it's not necessary. It's not necessary to show anyone. You've got it. I've got a copy. Well, I believe you. Okay, so you ask her to change the will, you ask her to do power of attorney, you ask her to do the insurance, she's done all of those things. Okay, so all of this is because you think you can save, you you said, what, $300,000 in tax? Yeah, or something like that? Well, in the switch or rolling over. Even if you do, is it really worth it? Is all of this really worth it to have this between you? Because when I'm gone, the will will read, it goes automatically to Davine. She gets it all. And what she does with it is entirely up to her. Okay, so what you want is that you don't have now is what? I want to be reassured that if something happens to her, that we can make decisions for her. Okay, if you knew that, would you you then be called? That's all we've been asking for, is that... We know this no, is well, so. You're asking for more than that. You're asking for that, and you want her to put your name on the farm. And well, I'd if, like to have the... the, the okay, and, and if she does that, the then, of course, your ability to do whatever you want to with the farm is compromised. You can't do that once you put somebody else's name on there. Well, no, and it's not so easy to do that. It took me a month to take my husband's name off. But you're just not comfortable putting her name on the farm right now. At this present time, no, not the way things have okay. unfolded here. All right, uh, certainly. <laughs> um... <laughs> And, and that's your prerogative, and, and, and you say there's going to be tax involved, which I don't think that's avoidable anyway. I'm not a lawyer. I'm just saying I asked the questions and got the answers, and they said no, that they don't have inheritance tax there. What they no, have is have a probate fee, and yeah. then they have a capital gains tax. Yes. And, and you found out that that's not avoidable. I've found out that's not avoidable. You're all saying it is avoidable. Uh, but I don't think that's right. Well, there are ways of getting around it if we all cooperated. All right, but she's not comfortable with that. And... And you're going to inherit enough cash to pay that anyway. And you say what you're all really interested in is just the land anyway. Yes. Okay, and that's not in jeopardy here. No, the land is in jeopardy. Not that we wouldn't lose the land. Like we'll get okay, it. Okay, so that's what you're really worried about. What? And then you say you wish you had a power of attorney so you knew if something happened to her. And she's told you that she drew a power of attorney. Well, just now, today is the first I've really not learned. I told them, my lawyer said, tell them you've got a power of attorney, Aline. You don't need to show them a copy. Tell them you have power of attorney. Is there some reason you didn't want to show them? Uh, not in particular. I just had the copy. But when they said, we don't believe you went and made a power of attorney. I really don't care who the power of attorney is. Quite honestly, as long as she has somebody that will be the power of attorney. I don't okay. care if she makes you the power of attorney. <laughs> just as long as she has somebody. And I would gladly do that. Come here, Diane. Come here, Diane. Yeah. <laughs> if you like a power of attorney, you It's, uh... Have it's, uh... It's, it's you and me and that farm, darling. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, the truth is, you, you did do a power of attorney, correct? Yes, I did. And you are named in a power of attorney. I didn't know that until well, till you know just it now. now. Yes. Because yes. I've seen it. Okay. Good. See, see I didn't I've know. seen it. And because you trust me, yes. so you let me see it. Yes, right? doesn't trust me. <clears throat> and there is a trust issue here, and there would be a trust yes. issue with me if I were you. I think you're thinking very clearly. And I think that y'all, y'all, want me to, y'all want me to agree with you, and I don't. And I don't, I, I, I don't know all the history. I know you're saying, oh, she's just sweet, and she's conning everybody in North America right now. I, I understand that. 
But what I also understand is this your farm. You do what you want to. Now, you have said, you have said that it goes, stays in the family and goes yes. to you on your passing. You've said that she's power of attorney. So if you lose competency through stroke or incapacitation or anything else, that you have the ability to step in and act in a responsible fashion. Right. And, and that's in place. And I think y'all need to be happy with that and get on with your lives. Yeah. That's, that's my view. Okay. All right, next. A teenager who inherited a large sum of money when his dad died. Find out why his mom is taking him to court. We'll talk about all that when we come back. Immediately after Mark's dad died, I saw Tracy going out, buying things. Now let's remember she's spending Mark's inheritance. My father did leave me as the sole beneficiary. Until Mark is showing maturity and responsibility, Mark doesn't need to have his money. Essentially, what she's saying is I have a weak mind. I want to talk to you today about relationships. And the truth is that most of the time they start out pretty good. We do that because we have a shared definition. We have shared priorities. Think about a parent and a child. They just love each other and nurture and protect husband and wives. They start out in love and things are going to be great. But as life goes on, experience causes our focus to change sometimes. Money issues get involved, friends, marriages, divorces. A lot of life decisions that your other party might not be comfortable with can really cause distance between the two. My advice is this. If you have a relationship you value, it has to transcend the dailies. It has to sit high enough up that it's not brought down by the things that happen on a day-to-day basis. Don't speak the divorce word in an argument. Don't get involved where you're delivering ultimatums and putting your relationship on the line every single day. My next guest, Tracy, says her son came into a large inheritance this year when his dad passed away. She says it wasn't the money that changed her son. It was his long-lost best friend. The two boys packed up and took off without Tracy, who feared they'd just go out and spend all the money, just blow everything. Take a look. My ex-husband, Mark, died April 4th. He left our son, Mark, a sizable life insurance policy through the military. We set up bank accounts with me and Mark's name. We counted everything as each other. Man, I'm really sorry. Mark and Brandon were childhood friends until Brandon was like 12. They parted ways because Brandon was choosing the wrong path. About a year and a half ago, they rekindled their friendship. I noticed a change in Mark's behavior. I told him I felt Brandon may have something to do with it. My son would start to get a little short with me. Mark told me that Brandon had asked him if he got any life insurance from his father. I feel like Brandon wants control over the money. I was absolutely friends with Mark before he had the money, and the money didn't make any difference in how I felt about Mark. My son and I had a dream to go to North Carolina. Brandon decided that he wanted to go also. We got the idea that we don't really need her to go with us. I mean, we can do it ourselves. US 31 down to 65. Mark and Brandon left without me. Mark! I was pretty shocked and pretty hurt and pretty mad. I know Brandon pressured Mark to leave because Mark would have never left if it was just him. Mark doesn't even know how to get to North Carolina. A couple days later, 
the bank notified me that Mark was having the balance faxed to somewhere in North Carolina. I was afraid of the money being drawn out. I went down there to move the money into an account with my name alone on it. I really couldn't believe my mom denied me access to my money. My father did leave me as the sole beneficiary. Brandon has been messed up in drugs and actually had done drug activity. It shows a lack of character. Brandon wants to live in a place worth a lot more money than what he could afford on his own. Mark inherited a car from his father. Brandon has been driving that car. Brandon was influencing Mark to the point that he wasn't even himself anymore. My mom's taking me to court to try to gain guardianship over me. And essentially what she's saying is I have a weak mind. Until Brandon is out of his life and Mark is showing maturity and responsibility. Mark doesn't need to have his money. The money is there for Mark's future and for his family. Well, Tracy feels like Brandon is a bad influence on her son, but she thinks Brandon's picking up skills that he's learned from his mom, Joy. Take a look. I've known Joy quite a while. A lot of the issues with Mark's childhood friend, Brandon, come from what he's seen through his mother. She gets so hysterical, it's very hard to reason with an unreasonable person, and she's using my son as a scapegoat. I know that Joy and Brandon are influencing my son Mark. Tracy is delusional. She just imagines a lot and she takes a little bit of truth and exaggerates it in her own mind. You talk to Joy and the next day everything that would come flying out of my son's mouth would be the exact same words. You know, like psycho and delusional and now I'm standing up to you, Mom. I think this is probably the first time that Mark has stood up to his mother and said, this is my money, that was my father, this is my future, I'm going to make my own choices. She said, you're psycho, Tracy, you're just psycho. She was glad that Mark was getting a backbone to stand up to me. I really think Tracy is blaming Brandon because she really needs to be in control. When Mark and Brandon went out to Carolina, they crossed Tracy. And once you cross her, she just goes spastic on you. She'll do about anything to promote her interests. I just don't feel like she's an honest person. I can't imagine that Tracy is looking out for his future. Immediately after Mark's dad died, that's all Tracy going out, buying things. Now let's remember she's spending Mark's inheritance. Me and my son, Mark, regarded this money as a blessing from God for trying to live right even though we were struggling. Tracy does use God to rationalize everything, but most of the time what God's telling her is what Tracy wants to hear. So, what's up here? I mean, Mark, are you, are you being irresponsible with your inheritance? Absolutely not. I mean, I was just extremely responsible with my money, and I haven't shown irresponsibility with it. Well, your mother thinks that you linking back up with Brandon. Y'all were friends from childhood, right? Yeah, we've yeah, been since we're about like five Five or six years old? Five or six years old. And you got involved in some drugs and went in a bad direction, Yeah, I got really involved in drugs for a while, but Uh then I definitely got away from that. So you're out of that at this point? You're clean and sober and have been for a good while? He's been clean and sober for, and Tracy knows this, for like a year and a half. There wasn't a problem until after the money came. No, no, no. their friendship and there was no change in Mark. Till after the money came, it, that but that's, in, that's incorrect. That, Tracy, that's there not correct. There had been correct. no change in Mark's behavior at all until the money until came. Until they decided until the money came. Honestly, honestly, I can I say for one that 
Me and Brandon's relationship did not change after the money. You're the one that invited Brandon back into your I, life, right? I agree. I've tried to help Brandon his, his whole life he's around because his mom's been absent. Tracy, and that is Brandon, so not this true. This is a conversation me and Brandon have had you over, are not haven't we, Brandon? Me that I've been absent yes, from my son. Yes, we have, son. Brandon, haven't we? I've about been how to she hell hasn't and back been around, how none of the kids even had a full bed in the house. You left these kids unattended Tracy, when they were little with their grandmother. I'm sorry, okay. but this Joy, is this is the reason why this well, has came into us. But no. Okay, time out. The, the question is, is Brandon really a bad influence and also uh, his mom, or is Tracy blaming him because she just doesn't want to be without Mark? Is she jealous of that intrusion? And how does the money play into all this? We're going to talk about that when we come back. situation with Mark and it's not having a relationship, it's really overwhelming. I've lost my best friend. I definitely think my mom has some kind of separation anxiety. When I finally did speak to my mom, she was acting basically like she was disowning me. I feel like I did the right thing. My ex-husband Mark died. He left our son a sizable life insurance policy. My parents loaned me money to actually get the divorce. So when we got this money and it was prayed that I could pay my parents back. My mom brought up the idea that I pay grandma and grandpa for her divorce bill, which was $7,000. I don't really feel like my mom's divorce bill is my debt. Well, today we're talking to families who are fighting over the will, if impacted by money that gets involved. Tracy says when her 19-year-old son came into a sizable inheritance, the two of them agreed that it was their shared money. Tracy says now she and her son are fighting over this inheritance, fighting over what she thinks he's doing with his life. She thinks his best friend Brandon and Brandon's mother Joy are to blame for Mark trying to skip town, spend the money, leave her behind. Uh, true or false? False. Mark, I have been planning for a whole month for Mark to go down there. And Brandon. And Brandon excuse me, Joy. Me and Mark were moving down there, and Brandon decided he wanted to go. And Mark was going to rent a room to him. That was fine. We said that that was fine. I'm the one who decided not to go on the trip initially because my grandpa passed away. Did you ask for $7,000 to pay your parents back for your divorce? When we had agreed, and Mark was wholehearted about it, and also because my parents, we didn't have any money. And my parents would take him on cruises. We could never okay. pay them back for everything they've done. All right. Have you then spent $10,000 of that money to hire an attorney to declare your son incompetent? I retained an attorney under the advisement of the attorney because they left a phone call on my phone saying they went to an attorney and what I did was a felony and they were going to throw me in jail. Okay, would that be a yes? That was a yes. You, you took $10,000 of Mark's inheritance to hire a lawyer to declare him incompetent so you could take over his guardianship what? as an adult. It's How do you, where are you coming up with that figure of $10,000? Is it $10,000? It's been retained. Because it's not been said, spent. You actually wow. said that you hadn't wow. spent any of my money at all for anything. No, I did not. I said, said, I did not, Mark. I said... Well, I'm coming up with the $10,000 because that's what you said, that it, it was $10,000. That's true. I'm not opposed to helping mom out, but honestly, 
When we were in North Carolina and I noticed that I had no access now to my any of my money except for like 700 bucks to get home, I honestly just, I that was a betrayal of my trust. And I just have difficulty trusting mom with all my money. Let me throw something in there because okay, I feel like I, our side's not being heard and Mark's doing a very good job. But... You know, as a parent, I love my son, and, you know, I won't even go there with Tracy's smear campaign. This had been planned for six weeks. This was not a spontaneous, they decided to go to North Carolina. Anyway, they go to North Carolina. Tracy says she's so concerned about Mark, and she's so concerned about his well-being. She was so angry because they ticked her off that she turns her phone off, won't even answer her phone for three days. But as a concerned parent, if my 19-year-old son is in another state, I think the least I would do is find out what's going on. Okay, but if, if this is between the two of you, what, how are y'all in this? And are you, in fact, uh, influencing Mark? Are, are you talking negatively towards been... Mark about his mother? Because you're sure talking never, negatively never. about her now. Absolutely not. I called Tracy when they were in North Carolina and said, would it be <clears throat> possible for us to meet and talk about what we can do to make this right? Because I don't want any tension. Tracy's okay. been my friend. All right. I'm, I'm going to take a break. Then we come back. I want to hear, Brandon, what you have to say. We'll start with you, because if you get the floor first, then maybe you have a chance. <laughs> All right. Should Tracy make Mark choose between his friends and his money? And should Joy just mind her own business and step out of this? We'll talk about all that when we come back. Mark had decided to hire an attorney. He didn't know what else to do to get his money back. I feel like that Mark can't have sole say-so over his money. I am here to support Mark. I believe Mark needs some adult in his life that has some reason and, and just some unconditional love. I went to get some money wired out of my account and the bank said, well, there's been some reworking of some funds. You don't have access to it. I knew my mom had done it. When my son left me a message telling me that I committed a felony and was going to be put in jail, I mean, I bawled and I just, I was horrified because I didn't even recognize Mark as my son. I felt like Mark's childhood friend, Brandon, was influencing him. Mark definitely has a mind of his own. He's definitely not my puppet. Well, today we're talking to families who are fighting over Will's money. Uh, Tracy says that she and her son were set to share an inheritance that he had received from his father, her ex-husband. Now, she says it all changed when her son left town one day with this best friend, Brandon, and left her behind. Now, she then put all his money into her own bank account. True? No. Okay. I just want to say, yes, I did what? move the bulk, but there are other accounts that, yes, he can get okay. to. Well, it just bothers me okay. when I ask you that, you said no, when in fact you and I both know you did. What did you want to say? I just wanted, <laughs> I just wanted to say that um, you kind of implied that, like, we shouldn't be involved with this, and I completely agree with you. I don't want to well, be involved Well, I didn't kind of imply that. Oh, I'm you saying it's none of your business. That. But I don't, this isn't any of my business, no. and I don't want to be part of it. I just came to defend myself. Yeah. And, and I want to say that I, I will butt out, okay? I agree with you. This isn't about me. I haven't even been... My son and Mark live with my ex-husband. I haven't been involved in this at all. You say you, that you don't say bad things about her, but you've, you, you've said you think she's delusional, vindictive, angry, struggles with finances, can't handle it, 
at all and is attacking your son. And I believe all those things. Now, have I said those to Mark? No. But do I believe that Tracy really struggles emotionally? I've known her for 20 years. She does. She has some real emotional issues. And I think that, that tr- once you cross Tracy, she has a way of blowing the I whole just, situation up. I just up. think that it was an overreaction. At this point, what do you want to see happen? I would do just, you have access to your money now? I don't have access to my money. And, like, for instance, I couldn't move and get a place to rent now if I, if I wanted to. Okay, so you've now hired a lawyer who has sent a demand letter to your mother saying you've got to return this money by X date or we're going to sue you for that. So are you all going to sue each other here? You're going to sue to declare him incompetent, which, by the way, will follow him the rest of his life every time he tries to get a job anywhere if he's declared incompetent for any reason. If, if and that's gonna, the truth, I won't do that. And, and you're going to... Well, what do you, what do you think? Well, I was not... I I took if you're kind of going through somebody's in, in history I've, and you find that they were declared incompetent at some point, that's not a plus on a resume. Well, if it's... if Honestly, if that's what it comes down to, then no. But well, the, the reason for the... I'm I sure cannot, that please, your lawyer I, explained it to you. No, no, he did not explain that to me at all. The reason it's for incompetence, it's not declaring Mark incompetent. It's unreasonable it, influence. Well, the, the, the paper lists me as an incapacitated person. That's because that's legal terms they have to use. But it says because of being around, because of undue influence, seeking to use money uh, for their own expenditures, which I've sent tons of paperwork to show and prove that. What have I done and to show that? The other that, thing I yeah, please want to say is... Okay, I've got to take a break. We're going to take a break, and then I'll let you pick up where... You are, if, if you'll promise to. I'll try to. All right, can Mark and Tracy agree on something outside of the legal system, I guess, is the big question. Or are we going to have an ugly court battle and the inheritance is going to go to the lawyers? Well, we're talking about will fights today. Now, on my right is Tracy and her son, Mark, and on my left is Joy and her son, Brandon. Now, Joy and Tracy used to be friends. They've known each other for a long time. Their sons, Mark and Brandon, are best friends now. But Tracy says Brandon is a bad influence on her son, Mark, now that he's come into an inheritance. Is the bottom line here that Mark has come into an inheritance and you want to be sure that it isn't squandered uh, on his part and then he comes to his senses later and says, oh, my gosh, I went through this inheritance. You're trying to protect him from squandering the inheritance right now, and you think the best way to do that is to limit his access to it. So at his young age, not being able to see around corners, that he doesn't go out and, and spend the money. Yes. Okay. You think, no, I'm not irresponsible. Uh, you went to North Carolina to go to college? Yeah. Were you admitted to the college before you went? I found out that I wasn't accepted like a week before I was supposed to leave. So, But you went anyway? So I went anyway. To go to a college you can't get in? No, just to live there and be, you know, out of the house and all that. And mm-hmm. I mean, enjoy independence. Okay. Because, look, here's, here's what's going to happen. Um, I know how much money is involved here. It's a, it's a substantial amount of money, but it isn't enough to retire on. In, in some amount of time, well, some finite amount that. of time, the money's going to be gone. And what you're going to be left with is the relationship and whatever damage you're doing to each other well, now. What, I mean, what my plan was is uh, not to rely on that money and to invest it and not use it. I mean, that was always the plan. 
the two of you who have had a good relationship historically, correct? You've had mm -hmm. a productive relationship, true? Well, yes. And you agree? Absolutely. Okay, but now this is here, and so it's fractured the relationship, and you both have hired attorneys to protect yourself from your mother and from your son. That can't seem right to you. Well, I, I mean, I certainly do not prefer to do that. I'm not protecting myself from my son. There's no reason to protect myself from my son. Well, he's getting ready to sue you. And you said well, that's why you went to a lawyer right. because well, you got a letter. And so you said I had right. to go get a lawyer because I got a demand letter from a lawyer from my son and I had to protect myself. If he gets this money and blows it all, is this worth it? It's not worth it as far as, except that three times this summer, my son, after meeting with financial advisors, investors, he hung his head down and he said, Mom, this is such a big responsibility. He said, I don't want to lose it. You want to talk about the money. I want to talk about the relationship. No, it's if not worth it. If worst comes to worst and he blows it all, is it worth being estranged from your son? No, it's really not. I mean, I've gone back and forth with just giving it to him. Except that if I do well, actually, that, actually, it's then not certain... yours to give to him. Well, I mean, put it back in the account where it where could... rightfully belongs. Where I could put it, yeah. Yeah, because you don't you don't have a right to the money now. It was his inheritance, and and he's nineteen, and and it's his money. And that's it's a problem money. with parents who leave money to their kids without safeguards right. in place. But right. I mean, that's right. but that's where you are. I can put it back and let him let him have it, but it's not what your I'm saying, choice. These expenditures are associated with them. It's not your. With, no, would you say with them? They are associated yeah. with you and I, him. I, I, not you. I have never taken him. a dime. I have nothing to gain you, from this at all. Except it is, but you understand, it's I'm not your him. money. I understand. I just hate to reward behavior that's gone on that I've seen. Are you? Gonna, I hate are to you, reward that, but I might have to. Are you going to get your money back? Well, I believe so. Yes. And are you going to invest it and well, not you, live? on it and yeah. squander it on I mean, I have a job right and now, and I was he planning does. on having a job or going to school. Okay. And, you, and you know you can get your money back. I mean, it's legally yours. Right. And this is, uh, you, you can't sustain this transfer unless you want to try to declare him incompetent, which, A, I don't think you can do, and, B, I think would be a real bad mark. Uh, it wasn't incompetence for him. It was incompetence because of the financial decisions. But just, I don't want people to think I'm saying he's okay, crazy because I respect here. him. He is Wait, a wonderful hold, hold on, kid. Hold on. He is. He always has been. We'll be right back. <laughs> Do you want to be a part of Dr. Phil's live studio audience? Are you ready for Dr. Phil? Call us or email us at drphil.com. Okay, we've been talking today about money and inheritances and wills, and you guys were watching this. You don't want to go there, do you? No. Okay. So can we go home and just forget about this? Yes. You, you, you got to... Okay. And... And... Uh, and I, I, I hope that, that you two will sit down, just the two of you, and kind of talk about how to get your relationship back on track. There's not enough money in the world, and there's certainly not enough money in this situation, to warrant what's happening between you. Uh, 
William Burford, you are a trust attorney and a will attorney, and you've been a great resource to us in this show and helping us do this. Just usually goes pretty smoothly, doesn't it? <laughs> Wills and trusts. <laughs> uh, after death, there's uh, often uh, some of the uh, differences that may have been lurked under the surface can come out, and I think that uh, some of those things that money is not always the issue that uh, is going on, but it often generates the. It's legal just disputes. a battlefield yes. that's there, but. You can, you can solve a lot of problems with pre-planning, right? Absolutely. If, for more information on this, go to drphil.com. We'll have some good points for you there, as well as a link to William Burford, where uh, in L.A. area you can get some good information. Thanks for being here. So long.